talking to each other for a couple of weeks. Yeah, some of them were um, accidental being off. Yes, and then yes. it was July 4th and we didn't talk about it, but we we're like, we're not, you know, we're not recording. We just kind of just agreed on it. Yeah, yeah of course not. Yeah. We're going to agree. Um, it, it hasn't felt like we were off, really. <laughs> no, it has. Just because we've, we, each of us have had like different things happening. In it's our been lives. a busy, it's been a busy couple yeah, of weeks. Yeah, just busy. Just, just busy. Not, not anything bad, just busy. Yeah. Um, you know, grinding out somehow, that adult life. <laughs> We're crushing, man. You know, this this is what it's like to, you know, be spouses and have familial duties and friend duties and stuff. But um, yeah. hey, we're having a good time, baby. Spencer, we're, how are you doing? I'm I'm doing fine. Like, uh, you know, it's uh, busyness is just kind of what happens sometimes. And if you don't just steer into it, if you just dread it. You're, it doesn't fix the busyness, you know. It just makes you stinkier about it. <laughs> it does. Like that's really the only. That's it. it's like when you know that's you're so going to be busy, and they, these are things you cannot just flake, right? Like when you're in that, right, right. when you can't flake, you just got to buy in. And I am you really do. I'm a proponent you really of. Do. You know me. I'm a proponent of flaking. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's an underutilized thing to do. <laughs> And I, I disagree. I, the but, thing uh, is, <laughs> much like I will never ask you, Danny, to help me move, I will also never be upset with you for flaking on me. All right, fair, fair. I, that unless I'm like I'm baptizing not, Ripple or something like that, you can't well, miss. I would never miss yeah, that. I would yeah. never miss that. I would never dream of missing that. Um, honestly, hey, honestly, <laughs> should should I? Should you baptize Ripple? Yeah. If only if I can officiate, that would be sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, we could we could do the cats afterwards. Yeah. Too. Oh uh, yeah. Power of Christ compels you. Welcome to the DMGT podcast. I'm your host Danny, and I'm Spencer, and uh, we're back. It's been a couple of weeks. It's yeah, been a couple uh, of whatever. weeks. It's okay. And to be honest, y'all, we're not going to talk about the in between time. No, because we're current. Uh, always, we are. All week, current, uh, only thing. I mean, I'm honestly forgotten things that have happened already. So, um, oh, for sure, or better or worse, it might or only be stuff worse. that happened today. <laughs> it might only be that. <laughs> 100% will be. Uh, it's July 12th. It's hugely this, topical when this episode launches, which means six months have officially passed, six and a half months, if you want to be, you know, closer to the technical side of things. Um, but it's a good time to do a little bit of a mid-year check-in yeah. on uh, music things and video game things, yeah. a little bit less tech things because and movie things because we haven't kept up as much as we uh, would like. Yeah, um, yeah. But tech, I mean, tech-wise, we got it. We, tech-wise. Well, come on, we got tech. But not the, the movie. It takes a long time to watch a movie. It does. It I does did, take a long time to watch You know what, Danny? We can talk about Fast 10 if we have time at the end. Because I yes, did finish okay. it. I watched it. Finally. And I do have okay. a lot to talk about. So we could okay. at any time just go into it. Okay. We might. So at any time, we might at just rip time. into Fast Who 10. Who knows? Just fair warning. But that's that's the, the top of the to- uh, topics there. Some mid-year check-in. Mid-year awards, if you will, from the DMGT. And major, major uh, update on the gaming side here. The... FTC has lost their case against Microsoft acquiring Activision Blizzard. The judge ruling just came through. Um, So what does that mean? First of all, a lot of legal jargon and mumbo jumbo, but we can talk about what that means in the short term and what that potentially means in the long term as well. It's not a completely done deal quite yet. 
but we'll get into those deets yeah. in a little bit. So um, starting and, off, oh, well, really yeah, quick, no, sorry. Uh, I, and I just I just saw this clip right before we started. Um, Mr. Microsoft walked out of the courtroom and he took off his shirt and he was in <laughs> a, a wife beater. He took off a wig, Eminem blonde hair, and he said, the FTC will let me be. We beat him, boys. That's, uh, that's the clip for you Xbox fans. That, that one's for you. That one's for that you. that was fantastic. Thank you. I almost started to write it out to make sure I could nail it. And I did think oh I did God. an okay job. But that, when you said FTC, I was like, this might be the best thing I've ever said. And, and only, maybe only Danny will like it. I mean, it's, it's good. It's good. Um, now I got to figure out how I'm going to edit that video and that clip. I got to like get Phil Spencer as Mr. Microsoft in a wife beater and uh, so here's something bleached I'm, hair. Here's something I'm going to give you, Danny. Yeah. You can use my likeness with as much AI as you want. Perfect. You can Perfect. AI me, do whatever you want. <laughs> as long as I don't lose my job, uh, that you, you ha- you, I'll give you my rights on air right now. It's all right. Your face is going to be just like the Xbox logo because it's perfectly round, and that's Mr. Microsoft. Mr. Xbox, I guess. Did you just call my face perfectly round? (laughs) Is that an insult? Spencer, what are your top albums of the year? (laughs) Sorry, guys. We we haven't done this for a while. Um, So my... Okay. So I have a couple albums of the year for me, and I think we have a little bit of overlap, but I don't think we have full overlap. Um, Currently... If I had to rank my top albums by listens, like yeah. purely by oh, listens, I like right? Yes. Not necessarily by what I think is the best, best album, but also maybe. But I'm really thinking, what is what have I so far listened to the most this year? Yeah. In order, it would definitely go Caroline Polachek's uh, newest album. Um, Great album. That I need to pull up the name of because that's super rude. I forget the name of it because I just go to it so quickly um uh, desire i want to turn into you yeah um this album is it's so good and it's very good the thing about this album because i'm a person who no matter what i start at the beginning of an album unless i'm specifically wanting to listen to one song right Uh. but if i'm like oh i'm i just throw on an album right and i do that in my car i do that at home. And so the you know, depending on how much time you have when you do that, it can really change how good an album is to you yep, if you yep. listen to music like that, which like that's just kind of I'll either do a playlist or a whole album of a specific thing. First like six songs on this album, every time I'm like, "Yep, that's a 10, that's a 10, yep. that's a 10." And then and then the rest of the album basically maintains the quality um, but I just don't get to it as often because, you know, a car ride might be 25 minutes and that's half the album. Right. So I, I, I have listened to it, but like just for Bunny as a writer alone, Bunny as a writer <laughs> is, me, is my favorite. Track Welcome to my yeah, island. Maybe. Those two songs, if that was all the album was, it's still probably the most played stuff I have this year. Those yeah. two songs. So I love yeah. that. So is that on your list, Danny? Desire I Want to Turn to You is absolutely on my list. Um, I think it's currently my, without spoiling it, I mean, unless if you've seen my TikToks, um, 
it's currently my runner up for album of the year. And if someone, if anyone told me this was their album of the year, I'd say you are pro- you're correct. Yeah, this is a fantastic album. I think I think there's it, it's a testament to how good an album is when you are satiated halfway through, mm-hmm. where like, damn, this was great. I I. I'd like to get to the other, to the second half, because I agree with that general sentiment, and I think the, the streaming numbers also kind of reflect that a little bit, where it's like, it's not so much that it's a fall-off, it's just like, yeah, this whole thing bangs, so like, you can just keep it going, and yeah. it's it's cool, but it's like, the first half, the first, like, six, I mean, I, I really like that Grimes track, too, um, seven tracks, it's just like, man, this thing rips, dude, this thing is awesome, Yeah, it's such a good, yeah, Bunny is a writer I keep coming back to all the time. It's a fun listen. The entire thing is just a super fun listen. It I, and I sent this to. It's produced very well too. Oh man, it's so fucking well put together. God, it's so well put together. Um, I I sent this album to or Bunny is a writer to my buddy Dylan, and I was like, because we we talk about summer bops a lot throughout mm. the years. Um, he's a big summer bop guy. Like, uh, and so yeah. I told him I was like, you know, I think that Bunny is a writer is the bop of the summer. And he sent back, we don't always agree on the bop. And he sent back, I don't think, it's like too slow. And then I sent back, which is usually what I do in these moments uh, where I was like, you have to thump it. Like, I'm like, you have to turn your speakers up really loud and then you'll understand. Yeah. And usually when he does, he's like, I can see it now. But initially, but that, uh, that song, the whistling, the, the detail of space. The silence of the song, the moments of quiet, it's so dynamic. It's, it, it, it is one of the best dynamic range pop tracks that I think I've listened to in at least recent years. Yeah. I, I, it's very well done. I totally agree. And I cannot, uh, I can't think about this album without talking about Imogen Heap. Um, because I haven't found anything that has indicated that it is a specific influence on this album. And I've looked for it because there's so many moments of it that feel specifically like the album Ellipse, which is from mm. 2009, which isn't hide and seek album. It's the one after that. And I actually think it's one of the most, the, one of the best art pop albums of, all time and it's one of my yeah. favorite albums of all time um but there's so many seeming like that there feels like there's cues and production techniques used uh similarly and it's just there's something about that type of production that these albums share that i think yeah. really just makes everything it's just so uh engaging to listen to without being dense yeah it's not it's not for a super tightly produced album, it's not overproduced, or at least it doesn't yeah. feel overproduced. Yeah, it doesn't read uh, like that uncanny valley of sound. Yes, yeah. yes. Um, so it does a really good job of that um, because there's like still some like slight roughness around the edge in some of the tracks. Um, yeah, in like an intentional way, artistically. Um, yeah, it, it works. It works really well. I I'm really happy with this. I can't believe. Can't believe this dropped. This is February. Yeah. February 14, man. Yeah, it doesn't feel like a late winter album. But then no, I can no. also read it totally and you could I and at the same time I'm like, yeah, no, it's perfectly that. Cuz for me, yeah. it's been like 
the whole year. It just keeps being like, yep, this is still the right music for today. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a good one. Go listen to this. Um, speaking on dynamic range once again. If you are on Spotify, make sure you have um, yeah, equalize noise. That setting turned off. Normalize, just, normalize, normalize. Yeah, if you turn off the no, no, the noise normalization. Yeah, because that just kills the mix on so on everything. Everything I, and on I'm everything. Pretty sure. That is a default setting on, right? It is a default on setting. Um, a lot of Swifties were like really upset about how the uh, Speak Now re-release was uh, sounding. Um, or is it Speak Now? It was a Fearless. No, I'm I sorry. don't know. It was, it was Fearless. Um, and it's like, yeah, because this setting is on. You guys have to turn this off. It's like it's because they listened like, to it on a CD back in the yeah, day yeah. or something. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. And it's like, oh yeah, when you're like when you are so attached to something, you notice those differences, and that's when like the audiophile thing I think is like how it's, we were introducing that a few weeks ago. It's it's um, literally it's the slipperiest <laughs> slope I've ever slipped on. Very much like is. the second is. that you go, oh, I didn't know that sound was there, and then you're just like, if that tickles your brain. You're fucked. You forever, are totally ever truly. How many how many headphones, Danny, have you looked at about potentially purchasing frivolously on Prime Day? How many headphones are currently like you're like, could I make the argument? Because <laughs> I've been thinking that I've been thinking about that. All I'm not day. gonna show I'm not gonna say a number, but I have I have I will confirm that that, that has happened. Like I'm me. I'm thinking, how am I gonna win the <laughs> argument in my head? How am I going to get someone to be convinced oh, to buy another pair of headphones when I had to decide between four pairs of headphones for tonight, for this podcast recording? <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I'm getting to a point, and here's the, the tricky part before we derail too much. Um, I'm getting to a point where I, when I'm like, I think it's time to upgrade my DAC, dude. I think it's time for to For what like- reason? It works! <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. I get it. You know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's all right. Anyways, there, yeah. there's that. Um All right. One of my one it. of my favorite albums this year um that I think more people need to listen to and I don't know if you you got around to it yet. Hot Mulligans, Why Would I Watch? It is it borders uh Midwest emo and like pop punk and punk adjacent. It's like it found like a weird little middle of the triangle section there where some of the tracks and some of the production is very punk. Some of the lyrical content and some of the uh, like guitar work is like very Midwest emo. And then some of the choruses and stuff get very upbeat and very pop punk. And I love it. I love this. Every This is an album to me that is getting better with every listen. Yeah. I am, I f- I'm falling in love with this album even more with every listen. It's 12 tracks. It's a tight, a tight 37 minutes. Love this it. is like the exact length I want an album to be. And it hits from track one all the way into the end. And it's, I love, uh, the other part that I love is like all the weird titles that these songs have, you know? It's like it hits all that Midwest emo stuff where it's like, this song is called, it's called what it's called. What's it called? Uh, did, have you, <laughs> have you by chance read their Spotify biography? I have. And their Spotify biography says, we invented post-emo. We are also known as the number one hot new band. And <laughs> it's so good. It's very fun. I've only listened to it a little bit, but what it caused in me, and this is talking as... Mr. Midwest Emo. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I've actually tried to 
you know, I'm trying to change my style to goth dad. That's like my, but, or like emo dad, <laughs> cool. emo dad, cool. not goth. Okay. Dad. Okay. Um, that's why I like, you know, black on black, you know what I'm saying? Um, it also hides my, uh, being fat. <laughs> um, but it, so I listened to it and then it led me down a deep emo hole and I had a Love great it. time. Love and it. anytime that it's like, oh shit. Yeah. Fuck. They get it. That little, that little itch being scratched. Uh, so much fun. And yeah, dumb as shit name, dumb as shit song titles, the coolest shit ever. That's the coolest way to be. It's great. It's like, it's so if good. anything, I wish all of them were longer because only some of them you can't see the end. And I want it. Go the go 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 Fallout Boy. That's what I that's my review go is all the way. go full Fallout Boy for next album. Let's just write a novel for each song title. It's it's so good. I, I'm I'm look, when I sent this to you, I knew that this album or this band teeters uh the line a little because it can they can't some of their songs can tend to go a little bit more on the pop punk side. Which is where I start losing you a little bit. Some, well, um, it, but it's the overproduced pop punk that I can't. Fair, like yes, like grimy pop punk from the early twos. I'm all about. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I was like, I think, I think this one, I think this one's like a good overlap in this shared genre space that we have sometimes different circles on. Um, and it's just, it's just really good. I think, I think more people should go listen to this. Um, I really want to go see them at um, Sad Summer Festival, but that's happening tomorrow, and I don't think I can... For real? No, not tomorrow. That's in Baltimore. That's... uh, They are coming in... It might have already happened. No, no. July 21st, and it's... um, That's Pitchfork Weekend. And Beyonce. And Beyonce. I'm going to die that weekend. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fun though it'll be fun yeah and no it's 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 a fun album and like it's just it's always nice when new new bands are or not new bands because they've released plenty of stuff but when bands start to hit for a type of music that is just it's really not as popular as it was at in any regard <laughs> it makes it this is gonna sound really obnoxious but it makes it cool again it makes it cool again. that's where we're at that's where yep. we're at and uh, it may it means that like I still have I still have the touch I still haven't lost it entirely. Hey, hey you always got the touch. Uh, so my next album, and I I actually don't think we've talked about this one at all. Uh, Boy Genius, the record. We have not talked about this. Okay, good, nice. Um, this is my this is my go to. This <clears throat> will please everyone in the car right now. Um, type of album. Um, for, well, at least for me and Christine, because you know okay, I'm okay. I, I'm Mr. Midwest emo. But <laughs> yeah, my, like, my wife, everyone, like you all want to be sad in the car. <laughs> I can only force Christine to listen to the discography of Coheed and Cambria on a road trip so many times, and it just Fair. keeps Good getting point. longer. It's harder to get through. <laughs> Planning longer and longer yeah. drives. Um, but this one, this this is just such a good easy nice full rich yeah yeah listen like it 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 reminds me of um waxahachie's last album in the sense of like i just keep going back to it 
when I'm actively engaged in things because it's so helpful to like keep your mood going. Like it's just, it's a very vibe album for me. Um, I just am really sad that I miss them coming through. Um, Chicago, uh, I I think we, I was out of town or something, but it's awesome. I think super groups are cool when they work and like, I'm like, Oh, if you guys just kept doing this and stopped doing solo stuff at like you guys would become a legendary group because you're all so talented. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like so insanely talented. Like there's like, there's like no weak spot. Yeah. You could just literally take over, just be like, this is what we're doing. And you like, this is such a skilled band that will probably only make like really good fucking albums. Yeah. I, um, there's really not any, there's no misses in all of their discographies. No, like, no. like that's insane. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's a relatively short discography, um, which I think helps. But they all uh, have at least two, right? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's what I mean. Like, it's, it's not like they have like 50 songs. I haven't even know? gotten out my first one, Danny. Ne- neither have you. They got two good ones. <laughs> it's, it's so good. It's, look. <laughs> The songwriting, I, especially if you're like into, I mean, of course, if you're like a Phoebe Bridgers fan and if you're like a Lucy fan and all, like, if you're a fan of any of them, you already understand like singer songwriter type shit that they do. But then you combine it all into like a super group and it's basically more of that, but like on a bunch of steroids, basically. Yeah. It's great. And they, they, the way that they layer the, their voices works really well. Do you know uh, how they many, all complement each other? Like, it's so good. How many times have you just listen to without you without them like a lot so i am such a sucker for a gang vocal album opener like like deer hunter loves doing that kind of stuff like yeah any album where they're like hey we're just gonna start this off with some sick harmonies for like a minute and a half then we're gonna get you into a pretty moving song that's usually how it goes best it's always awesome do more like everyone should do that it's so good it's crazy because they they have like they throw in like a, t- a smidge of like uh, harmonic dissonance yep, in that opening yep, yep, track yep, 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 yep. with the with the vocals, but and it's, it's still really pleasant. clean and it's, it's like clean. They are it's standing like around a, a mic that's a single take with all of them. It's not a touch of spookiness. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really cool. It's it's cool. Um, it just basically says yeah. We know how to do this together. It's gonna like you're in good hands. Have a good fucking time. Yeah, they have they have good chemistry. They have good chemistry, and it just works. I'm really I'm also really bummed out that I couldn't see them at uh, reset because I was there on uh, Friday, um, and they played on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, like Phoebe Bridgers was opening, has been opening a lot for Taylor Swift on right, the yeah, yeah. tour, but she wasn't here in Chicago for that leg of it. Um, so it was like Lily couldn't catch her either. Who, so who opened for T Swift then? Uh, shoot, I forgot already. I wasn't there. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm blanking. It was, it was a person. Um, okay. So, so is this yeah, one sorry. on your list? This one's on my list. This one's a shared, Okay. this one's a shared okay. album. That's, that's on both of our lists. This is a good one. Okay. Um, I have one more go. Yeji with a hammer. Okay. Um, you 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 love Yeji. I have you're, you're I a Yeji head. Love Yeji. Shouts out to Kyle. Shouts out to Tank. Um, we've all loved the, the second that I 
heard Yeji, which was drink I'm sipping on when it just kind of, I think Classic. it was potentially, I found it, someone sent me a SoundCloud link, potentially. Like it was <laughs> early on in, in Yeji yeah, and I was yeah. just like, this is so cool. Uh, once I got it, sent it to my brother and I was like, dude, you're going to love this shit. And then for three years, it was basically like 80% of the songs I would play in my car because I knew I was going to play that song every time. Drink I'm yeah. Sipping On, Rain Girl, um, so good. Uh, and then releasing her first official studio album, which again, I never understand because she released two full albums already. Yep. But this is the real one um, because it's on a label. Um, it's just fucking front to back. Awesome. She's getting even better at what she does. She's showing more of who she is within the lyrics uh and i think that's really cool because like her whole thing with kind of speaking in uh korean during yeah earlier was very because she was concerned about being too open um which was always a cool interesting thing so like oftentimes when she's saying things that were most important it might be in korean which right, means a lot right. of the audience that may be listening to it wouldn't understand um just incredible interesting uh production throughout taking sounds and just smashing them together in interesting ways playing with dissonance playing with silence yeah yep. playing with all sorts of different types of music and beats and grooves um so yeah i just i yeah continually have a blast whenever i put it on um and continue to put it on yeah it's a it's a good one um Gosh, it was. It, it, I I really enjoyed that album too. It's a good. I, for granted, I've been listening to basically. Since, yeah, it's a six. That one dropped. Um, it's it's really fun. Also, <laughs> Yeji liked one of my TikToks for real because I brought up for granted. Yeah, um, I saw that notification come through. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, don't freak out, dude. Um, have you seen any of her live performances on YouTube? I have not yet. It's really cool. It's exactly what you think in a very fun way, where it's just That's like cool. her. Her style is so cool. Like that's one of my favorite parts about her. Um, she's just so she's so her. It's so cool. Kathy, yeah, she's got like a Kathy Lee is her actual name. I did not know that. Wow. Oh, that's fun. Like Kathy Lee Gifford, but Kathy Yeji Lee. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like that. Uh, yeah, this is a fun album. I have listened to this uh, a few times. This one. No, I would say it's probably like if we're expanding to ten uh, so far, like it'd be in there for sure. Top ten, it'd yeah. be in there for sure. Yeah. And if you don't know um, who Yeji five, is, so y'all like because I don't know how oh, popular Yeji is. Definitely like getting there has been on Pitchfork and stuff. But just listen to Drink I'm Simping on, and then you'll be like, okay, cool. I'll I'll fuck with this. Like anyone, Drink I'm Simping like, on. Like there is Sweet. very. I don't know yeah. someone who would be like this isn't good. <laughs> Like yeah, if you're she, a has, she head, has a really good cover. Yeah, like oh, she, you're gonna yeah. love it. If you're a pop head, you're gonna love it. If you like just weird music, also that. Like it's just it's a she's great. She's got a pretty good a pretty good cover of uh, Passion Fruit. Yeah, the Drake song as well. So like, there you go. Spencer's favorite, but also some some overlap <laughs> there for if anyone's interested. Um, <laughs> Also, real quick, to loop back around um, to the Taylor Swift opener, because people are going to get upset at me that I didn't know this. It was Gracie Abrams and Muna. Oh, Muna's awesome. Muna's cool. Um, 
because I was like, whoops, I knew it was somebody that like I liked, um, just had, didn't happen to be uh, Phoebe Bridgers uh, in that one. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to dive right in to um, your album of the year so far. Yeah. Album of the year. It's uh, God, what, what uh, little Yachty is. Um, okay, good. I, I was, I was Jesus. like, I was like, Danny, are you not going to talk about the little Yachty album? Of course I want to talk about the little like, Yachty I, album. I was like, Let's, I thought that was your favorite of the year. Let's start here. Why did I blank on the, on the title? I got to, I'm like waiting for, there's the a lot going to come now, in. I know we just said, that we like long titles, but not for the title of the album, because we need to say it a lot. Yeah. Short title album, long titles <laughs> of songs. Like long title songs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Let's our start preference, here. Our preference. Oh, that's actually pretty short. You're just kind of. Yeah, that's not that bad. That's not that bad. I was, yes, I was very <laughs> forgetful. Um, this is a little bit long. It's 14 songs, 57 minutes. So a lot of these are, are quite go on for quite a bit. There's like five of them that are like over five minutes long. Um, I know people scream about how derivative it is of like Dark Side of the Moon and all of that. I don't care, man. This thing is cool. It came out of like total left field. Like I remember when it dropped, I was like, oh, Yachty album. I'll, I'll go check this out. I'll yeah, go check out a little yeah. boat album. And then the minute it starts with the Black Seminole and it's like, wait, is this just like artsy intro to the, to the album? And then it rides out all the way through is so good um this is maybe my favorite album since the silk sonic one um i really really like this album drive me crazy is my favorite track on the album black someone is also like up there um it's just cool like i know that he's not like there's a lot of like you know production happening and like a lot of work happening on his vocal performances, but he still does a decent job. Um, I'm just like a, a fan of all the instrumentation. I'm I'm a fan of the lyrical work. I'm a fan a fan of the vocal work. It's not as tight as like pretty much everything else we've talked about so yeah. far, um, but artistically, it's just really cool. And I think I think for me, artists get bonus points when they like completely go out of their comfort yeah. zone. This is like especially when you came off of. Uh, like Poland. Yeah. Like Poland or, was like the last all of his short discography <laughs> and everything. Yeah. yeah. Like literally yeah, everything he's like, ever done. And it's just like, oh, check this out. I'm going to make you like a psychedelic rock album, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, like derivative, like, because that is a thing that people throw really quickly, especially if you're in any way upsetting prog rock nerds. Yeah. Like yep. they are, yep. like, yep. as a prog rock nerd, insufferable. Like, like people yeah, that are like a couple degrees farther into it than I am. Yeah. Like, and I've been there before, but I've, I'm not there anymore because <laughs> it's a weird yeah. place to be. Uh, those are the people saying it's derivative. So how many records, you know, in the last, I don't know, let's say 50 full years, would you say <laughs> sound like a Pink Floyd record upon their first song, right? Like how many times in 50 years have we said that about an album? Probably not a ton. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, okay, yeah, it's derivative of one thing <laughs> that hasn't been recreated because you're still referencing it and it's 50 years ago. I don't know. It's hard to say like derivative because at the same point, it's like, what does derivative mean? Are you you're recreating something that you knew? Well, I think then having Little Yachty make a album that is influenced by 
Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon is much right, better right. than the Mars Volta or like, you know, like some uh, yep. like a Alkaline yep. Trio, not Mars Volta, <laughs> but because they like they legit worship all old Prague. <laughs> but like, yeah, yeah. like, like Alkaline Trio or, or people that like, you know, do a concept album randomly in their career. Um, you know, it's like it's not that derivative when you think about the context of where we are in music and where this artist was an album ago. Well, I, yeah, and I think people like forget to realize that like a lot of these concept albums when they come out, it's like it's so against the grain of like what is mainstream and popular. Um and the the aspect that you can't undercut is how much this is exposing this type of music and how many kids potentially mm-hmm. with this album were like whoa this yeah. is crazy i've never heard anything like this and then you see comments like hey it's actually you know inspired by dark side of the moon which Lil Yachty has openly said like yeah it is inspired obviously like it's it's coming from a lot of that and then that person that kid goes and like discovers dark side of the moon for the first time i think you got to give this yeah give it cr- so much credit because it's opening it up that's what music's <sighs> for right you like know. to discover and like enjoy all the different things and like if if an album can like instill that feeling of like reminiscing while feeling new, while also inspiring a younger generation to go discover the the source material that it was inspired from for yeah. the first time, that's like a grand slam, man. Like, how can you be upset about that? Yeah. And you know, I, I actually just got I, I just watched a video clip before this podcast. Um that that is so Mr. Microsoft is walking out of the courthouse. <laughs> And okay. he gets down to okay. the to the press and he says, I'm gonna leave the door open. Uh referencing your favorite album of of, of last year or the year mm-hmm. before. Um and he said, I, I I'm probably gonna let some of Call of Duty still be on PlayStation. <laughs> Maybe. Fuck, I don't know. Starfield. No. I'm sorry. And, I'm uh, sorry. That was sorry. that was this week's that episode. Was a, that Thank was you a all for long pause for <laughs> I was like, damn, I really fucked it up. That, that was, I thought, a good one. Um, okay, so. That's no, a good one. It's a good one. I totally agree. Um, like, you know, like, everyone should be, if you are super passionate about something that not a ton of people are passionate about, and then maybe they have a very small interest in it, everyone started from a seed. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Welcome, like, my man. Welcome, my like, man. It's, come on. Like, especially, especially prog, prog people. Like for one hundred percent, like chill, just, just chill, just out. like chill, chill, chill out. <laughs> just like honestly, if you guys keep being like this, no one will ever talk about Pink Floyd in yeah, in twenty years. Real. Seriously, like, no straight one will up, care it'll be too far like, away. Oh, it's gonna be a it'll be a hundred years uh, away in fifty years. Yeah, yeah. Be crazy. nice about it, and crazy. it'll keep living. If you're not, well, I'll just crazy. be like, all right, well, all these people suck that like this thing. <laughs> Imagine a Queen fan being like that obnoxious about it. They wouldn't be as popular as they are now. Yeah. Um, and they had it, Queen fans. You've had it rough because you had to defend Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> like you guys deserve to have a good time. <laughs> you do. I'm gonna I'm gonna give a quick uh, like round out just like honorable mentions that are on my list right now, but I just won't get time to to get around to talking to more in depth. Um, Kara Jackson's "Why Does the Earth Give Us People to Love?" It's a very sad listen. Very sun- like if you enjoyed uh, the Boy Genius uh, record and you want like strip it down even further to like straight raw, just like guitar work and vocals, like pretty raw input. 
this is a really good album to listen to. Uh, shout out Care Jackson, also a Chicago singer songwriter, um, so loco. And then um, Scaring the Hoes. I was gonna say Shape that was gonna be my and, last and one. Brown. We have to bring it's that up. So we have to bring that up. Good man. I it's so good. It's so hard to listen to sometimes, and I don't <laughs> know if sometimes I hate it. Sometimes I love it, and I think it's so cool when it's cool, and then sometimes I'm just like, fucking god damn it. Am I listening to this? I told you. And it's I told so, you. It's I love like, it. It's kind of so hard. Awesome. I mean, it's, 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 so it's awesome. fun. I love uh, <laughs> Danny Brown, uh, like on his podcast, was like, I hear you all. I hear you about the mix. And then he was like, I get it. I know. We're trying to fix it. Or JPEG's no, but I actually it. think I like the mix. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like, but that's also the point. Yeah. That's the point. It's yeah. supposed to be a little don't rough. Don't fix it. No, I don't want him to fix it. That's part of it. I don't want it clean. I don't want it clean. No, I like I how just, blown out it is. Because he did. Uh, they did it on I, old yes, equipment. Yes, I know. I they, know. They have to. Don't I fix it. I know the whole story around I the know. old. Don't fix it. You know, it's fun. I know. It's a, it's a side project you guys did. Who gives a shit? <laughs> Like, come on. Like, it's, I want to be able to blast it in the car, dude. You can't. can't. It just I'm will break your speakers. speakers. Do it no, anyways. I'm not going to so blow fun. my speakers. I'm not going to do that. It. It's worth it. You, don't even, you won't even know if this is the only album you ever listen to again. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this is just what all music sounds like always. Uh, no, it's, it's a really good album. Here's the thing. It's a really good album. Yeah. It's so um, fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. There's like a Kingdom Hearts reference in like one of it's like oh. one of them is straight up Kingdom Hearts key or something like that. Danny it's, Brown, oh, it's great. Danny Brown is an ultimate nerd. And huge, so is JPEG Mafia huge too, right? Yeah, they're both they're both huge nerds. Yeah, it's good. Look, they're great. I'm excited to see JPEG on uh, at uh, Pitchfork on on that Sunday. Bitchy. In a couple of weeks. Yeah, I'm getting dude. I'm I'm pumped for that Sunday. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, be fun. fun. It's gonna be a fun. It's gonna be a fun one. It's a good little smattering. And also honorable mention, Killer Mike's new album. Oh shoot, that's right. How could we forget? I don't oh my know, God. Michael. Uh it is it is so fucking good. Like like I I have been listening to that a lot in the last couple of weeks. Killer Mike when he is truly just unleashed, which like Run the Jewels has a lot of that, but when he's really talking about his experience and Run the Jewels is less about their experiences and more about having fun. Yeah, um, yeah. And talking about things that have mutual agreements about a lot of the time, yeah. which I think is really cool. That's why Run the Jewels is so cool. It's because it's not two people telling the, their own stories. It's they're telling stories that they have overlap with. I think it's awesome. But then you just get him going after it, track after track after track. Interesting production choices. Swings. Not everything is perfect. Not everything is as good as the last song, but like when he's like at the peak of what he can do, um, he's he's really close to untouchable rap wise. Like it's it's crazy how underrated he he's still so is, underrated even in the hip hop community. It's it's crazy. It's, it's cr- like when you have Andre three thousand open up a track for ninety seconds, two minutes almost. Then have a little interlude and then get into your verse. That's a fucking confident move. Yep. Mm-hmm. And not many people in the world I would put after Andre 3000. But Killer Mike's no. verse, and it's a decent to good Andre verse, which is better than most verses. 
<laughs> like you know what I it's mean? Like, like a decent, a decent Andre versus it's a, like yeah, it's, the bar from most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rappers. Like he's just yeah. so interesting all of the time. Please make an album. Um, yeah, please, truly. please. Uh, but then Killer Mike goes three and a, three minutes, and he just will not relent. And then neither will the production. And he is one of the best build on a beat rappers there is, bar none. When the beat is building with his speed, and that kind of has that second half has it, it's really it's really hard to think that someone can make something that sounds cooler than that. It's 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 really cool because like like somehow future like fits really nicely in his own pocket on the track. He does. Which at first, like you look at this feature list and it's like it's all over the place. Future, like what? what what is this like killer mike and andre on, on track okay cool it makes sense they're just gonna fucking go for it and then aaron, aaron allen kane and then future they're like okay oh okay where are we going with opening this? with c-lo um, works great like works great. yeah yeah there's a, there's a lot of interesting choices of features that also make sense when you listen to the songs like um, of course it's good it's good it's really really good like it's definitely in the running for me. I need to listen to it more, especially yeah. Like, I, need, I need to give it some more little bit for sure. in like the last third of the album. Um, and then for me, like when I'm listening to a rap album, I usually, no matter how good they are, I'm gonna be skipping the slow songs most of the time. Yeah, because like the bangers just that's that they speak to me. Well, you can't give me a, a banging rap album and like start off with a few of those, and then like I'm just sorry, that's that's all I'm going to be looking for from that album at that. From yeah, that because point the on. bangers are where uh, you're going to play the most. Yeah, so you got to find them. So you're going to skip, you know, after you listen to it once, give it its due, digest. It's a it's a good album. Yeah. It's a it's a really good album. This one this one probably will rise in ranks as the year goes on because I think it's going to age very well. Um, you know, besides, like, mm, be nicer to cops because my dad's a cop or whatever. Uh, there's, like, one song, I think, was it? Well, that's, but whatever. that's actually the thing that I like about Killer Mike is he doesn't edit who he has been and who he yeah. is. And I yeah, really respect true. that he talks about who he is and doesn't try to make himself be what you want it. Like, yeah, yeah. And if he, it's, uh, uh, and I would actually want to listen to his opinion about why he said that. And there's not that many people that I could say that to, you know what I mean? Or think that about. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, most no, of the time, fair. if someone's like hugging a cop, no, not interested. <laughs> it's a pretty easy one for me. It's a good, it's a good album. It's a good album. Go, li- go listen to it. Um, so that'll wrap up our top albums of the year. Let's talk about our sponsor before we move into game stuff and the uh, FTC news. Uh, this episode is brought to you by... And this is where we would insert our sponsor yeah, if we had That one. would be cool. So like this kind of dead air part, you could have it. For honestly, yeah. not much. Just uh, it would help us get like, uh, what is that? Like, what's the, uh, when people say like it's for the exposure, we'll, yeah. we'll do your ad for the exposure. Truly. I mean, maybe send me one razor. Yeah. Like we're hairy. We're both overweight. <laughs> There's we like food. I'll take a hymns pill. Sure, I'll why take not? anything. <laughs> I'll s- just sell it to me. We'll review your game for free. We'll do anything you want if send we can say we code. actually have an ad. Yeah, yeah, we're almost there. We're, almost we're there. so close. We're so close. There's like 50 people yeah. weekly. Yeah, I'll do your weird 
I'll, I'll do your like weird mobile ad for like a game that's like a thinly veiled like this is kind of a sexy game. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll do that ad. Spencer's ready. Spencer's ready. So this is this is your spot. This is your spot. Uh, speaking of video games and sexy video games, uh, <laughs> what are some of your favorite games of the year so far? I know you have. I've played a lot of games this played year. Played a lot of games. I actually, haven't this completed year. Yeah. a lot of games this you, year. You haven't. You've abandoned a lot of games. I have you've abandoned almost as many I have as you've taken started. breaks on games that may be indefinite. <laughs> We're not sure. Definite hiatus. We don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I could yeah, easily yeah, yeah. go back to them. Um, so, so I would say right now, like game I sunk the most hours into this year. Again, kind of going with how songs I've listened to the most. Diablo Four. Yeah. yeah um, classic. You know, it only came out a, a little bit ago, but in kind of I was filling little gaps in my nighttime, which is like. 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then it kind of just snowballed, and I was like, oh, I played this. I finished the campaign. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even... That'll happen. I respect fully twice. Like, oh, I actually spent some time with this thing. Um, yep. yep. Great game to just turn on and t- turn turn your brain off. <laughs> it's... Uh, I'm, I'm excited to get into, like, some endgame content, because I basically stopped playing after i beat the campaign mostly because final fantasy 16 came out and then like just summer has gotten uh you know out of, out of control a little bit um so i haven't even finished that yet but as soon as i do i'm like i'm like maybe less than four hours away from finishing final fantasy 16 uh or actually no i'm less than four hours away from finishing it um and i'm like okay cool i'm ready to get back into diablo because yeah. i want to play more diablo um, i mean the best quote i've ever seen from a developer of a game is what came out like yesterday or something where they're like oh yeah if you're tired of playing diablo just stop for a bit there'll be there'll be new <laughs> shit soon like just go do something else <laughs> like that's literally seriously. the quote and i'm like seriously honestly that's so cool and like that makes me excited for what's to come with diablo um, because I really, I don't think since modern war or since Warzone one, have I really invested in a game, yeah, uh, yeah. continuous updates of content. So I'm excited to kind of like always know that Diablo's there for the next couple years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that's the thing. I think I've, I've been missing, um, like that replacement. So of like where Warzone was filled that hole for like yeah. all of 2020 and like parts of 2021. Dude, for Warzone me, for under, all of us. honestly, we salute you for your service as a, Truly. as a first responder honestly, to video games yeah. during the pandemic. Like I have not sunk that much time into a video game since I was in college. We were we were making it happen across the world. Across the world, dude. like we were playing a lot <laughs> when I was living thirteen hours time zone different. <laughs> like it was great. We made it happen. It we best. made it happen. It was, it was awesome. great. It was a good time. Um, I don't know if Diablo's quite there yet. It's also different circumstances. So like, yeah, it's, we don't it's have hard that to much time get there. Um, but I do want, like, I'm constantly thinking about going back to that. Um, so I'm ready. I'm ready to keep playing that. I think Diablo 4 is a great pick. Yeah. for It's definitely one of the better games of the year yeah. so far as well. Um, obviously, everyone else hears of the kingdom, so I'm going to skip that. I already yeah, talked I mean, about also it. on um, mine, like, even though I've only played, like, 10 to 12 hours, I'm like, yeah, obviously this game is good as shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, maybe he'll go back to that. No, I do want um, to. I do want to. Good. You should. You should. Uh Hi-Fi Rush was a fun time, dude. Like, I, I want to shout out Hi-Fi Rush because 
I don't get around to as many platformers and action platformers as I would like to these days. Um, but it's a relatively short play. The incorporation of like all the rhythm elements was cool. I wish, I wish they booked it a little bit more on like the audio production and the audio design right. because it's called Hi-Fi Rush and it's more thematic rather than like incorporated into the game itself. It would be cool if they were um, like really specific with like placement and you had to figure yes. out yes yeah did they do they use it in the combat like does the beat tell you where people are uh no not so really there you but go the beat, they should have done that yeah. <laughs> see the quick idea easy one right there um it's just all really tempo based although like if you stack you know hitting things on beat like it stacks up your combos and stuff which they at least incorporate into the gameplay which is nice um but that feels like a no-brainer like of course all rhythm games do that uh but that one's a fun time art style so fun yeah very good art style like comic booky a little anime e inspired uh the voice acting in the story i'm not crazy about but who cares it's a fun time a fun you know enough honestly time to play. i kind of like bad voice acting in video games okay there you go it's kind of fun this, then, it's, then you'll, it's, you'll sometimes really enjoy it's more this one. fun than good acting this is absolutely like the game i would recommend if like you're getting a uh, game pass trial this is the first game i say to play go play hi-fi rush immediately yeah because it's it's a really good time um so that's that's my first shout out yeah after diablo and then really quick rhythm games just generally i i want to highlight bullets per minute if you liked hi-fi rush and you mm. want some more rhythm action bullets you per minute been proselytizing this yeah yeah like have you you still haven't played it right no uh -uh. Did, get if you if you enjoyed hi-fi rush you're gonna you're gonna really like bullets per minute um and and uh, I think it actually does some of the things that you want it Hi-Fi Rush to do. To do. Okay, cool, yeah. cool. Uh, another game for me. Um, and I just actually don't think I have even talked to you about this. I'm really liking Jedi. Oh, you got uh, Jedi Survivor? Yeah, it's really good. Nice. It's really nice. Oh um, yeah. I, I I grabbed it. Uh, I had a free couple couple hours, and I was like, you know what? The more I think about that last game, the more I remember really liking it. Um, a lot after I got over, it's a clunky game. Like yeah. it really, I still think that the first game is clunky. Jedi, uh, Jedi, Fallen Order, Fallen Order. Yeah. Um, they legitimately like it's like they fixed every problem I had with the first game, and then continued to build an even more fun to experience story that that like i know all the reviews say this but i'm like yeah this is probably one of the best star wars stories in the new era of star wars and it feels the most true to the spirit of what star wars is similar to yeah. some of the seasons of mandalorian and um especially uh uh, uh the place andor yeah yeah i, I i'm really enjoying like I haven't gotten into it yet. So I, I want to. I know at some point I will. I'm probably just going to wait for it to go on discounts. Um, but I got into uh, Fallen Order late earlier. You really this year, did. Late yeah. last year. Yeah. Um, good time. It's a good, it's a good Star Wars, especially if you're into Star Wars. Like, it's a good Star Wars story. Um, second half falls off just a little bit for yeah. me, but still a good time. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited to, to finally get around to it, especially now that like all the patches are in and the performance yeah. I'm assuming is like solid now. It's so. pretty solid. Um, it, it's very much like it is what uh, Ragnarok is to God of War. It's that kind of 
experience okay. where it's just like all those things that kept me from being like this is a really truly great game it's a really good game they kind of i think they got it to it this is a great game nice like nice that's not, good i don't that's good. I, i'm excited for that i don't think masterpiece and this is two stacked a year but this kind of it is yeah i do think in a different year this could be a, a, a contender for one of the better games that's good. I love that. Um, for me, I'm going to quickly shout out Street Fighter VI. Uh, I personally don't have it, but I spent uh, a couple of weekends playing uh, with my brother over at my mom's. And it's just freaking raw gameplay, baby. And it's the first time in quite a while that I could just be like, you know how like sometimes these days, like you'll play co-op on the couch or something. And it's just like, okay, cool. I'm done because we've been going at this for like 30 minutes now and I'm, I'm kind of done already. Uh, that's one where it's like, no, 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 no. Let me go. Let me, let's keep going. I'm learning like the character mechanics now and the fighting style and the gameplay and all of that. It is tight. It feels, it, it felt like I was back at an arcade as a kid, just like that's dog. Let's just freaking go for it. And like try to learn all the combos and get the higher score and all of that. Street fighter six is like a video game. It is just straight video game. And I think people underappreciate that sometimes yeah. in their games because you're looking for like the high production quality and the acting and uh, visuals and all that, which it has a sum of, but like raw gameplay, baby, like where it's just like, hey, you and me, grab your sticks and let's go one to one, mano a mano. Uh, it's great. In another year, I think this is uh, like a very real game of the year contender. I think it's that good of a fighting it is, game. It's so crazy how stacked this year is. It, it's insane. It, it's like it's, it's and not we, fair. We it's still have so many more to come. Like it's, it's, in, it's straight up not it's fair. Truly, it's a we're eating this year. We are. <laughs> we are. Um, and a quick, did you, and a quick, tiny, tiny shout out? Wait, wait, yeah, yeah, really no, quick. Sorry. Street Fighter Six. Did you use the casual controls? Yes. How are those? It's a, it's a, a concept <laughs> that I don't think that people have explained in a way that's made sense to me yet. It's like, uh, it okay, so it feels like an action game. Okay, so it just makes it like, much more simple and it takes control. Yeah, it takes okay. control of, of like the directional stuff and the combo and the combined button things. So it's like if you do square, square, X, square, it'll like automatically like chain combos together. Whereas like in the standard or more advanced uh, game mode, right. it's just like, okay, cool. You didn't do the directional stuff and you didn't combine the buttons. So it's not actually going to do the combo thing that you were looking for, um, which I think is a great feature to get people to want to get better at fighting games. Yeah. Because it makes it fun to just sit down on the couch and do it, get a feel for like, okay, this is what this character can do. And then once you start playing against someone that's like, like my brother was, he's been playing the game regularly. Uh, is he's like, yeah, cool. I'm gonna turn turn off the uh, c- uh, modern controls, the casual controls, and I'm gonna whoop your ass now <laughs> because he knows exactly how yeah. that works. Because there's no there's no uh, improvising in those casual controls, so it's gonna do the same behavior every single time. Becomes easier to counter, right? So it like encourages like, okay, once you get that past that threshold, it's like, okay, okay, hold on, hold on, let me. Let me figure this out too. And like now I know what it looks like, what I'm looking for visually, figure out the button control stuff. It works really well. I think it's a very good thing for for the fighting game genre. And I think not Mortal Kombat, the new Mortal Kombat's gonna do that as well. <laughs> it's so crazy. We get them both in the same year. 
Like <laughs> I know it's nuts. It's hell? nuts. Some like it's just like everyone is eating. Yeah, it's crazy. It's, like, it's it, awesome because the the fighter community sometimes doesn't get to eat. No, like, like no. there's always a big action title. There's always a big solo. There's, so, there's always something big, big multiplayer. But, sometimes but they go they a whole look, year with nothing yeah. really that good. Yeah. So congrats yeah. to y'all. Congrats. You got a couple. Um, real quick, final shout out for me on my end. This one isn't this year technically, but it's because it's my first time playing VR. Pavlov on the PSVR 2. <laughs> Sick as hell. Hell yeah. It's tricky. It's difficult. But it's so fun. The community is like the least toxic online shooter community that I've ever played or participated in. Uh, just the way that like sometimes people come up to you and then they like, kill you and they're like, I'm sorry. Or they give you a hug or something and then they kill you. It's very funny. Um, it's great. I'm having a great time. And it's, it's awesome. like a mini workout too. It's sick. It's I haven't talked enough about PSVR 2, but it's it's yeah. really fun. I mean, that that was the thing with PSVR 1 that I very quickly was like, oh, I could just play Beat Saber and that would be cardio yeah. 100%. Um, straight up. Straight up. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah, that, that's awesome. Okay. So if we're going to talk, because uh, I have played Pavlov on PSVR 1. So that's, I, I'm assuming it's just better in every way now. Yeah. yeah. It's very, so it works really well. If yeah. we're talking about a game that we discovered technically in 2023, mine is like really on the cusp technically of counting for 2023 because it was in December. But it is the mobile version of Vampire Survivor. Oh man! Because that was Good, my that was my entry out. point. That was my entry point. I started it like after the new year because that's when it really blew up mobile. Great callout, dude! Holy shit! That is a game I had to delete from everything I owned because I had it on so many things. I had it on my iPad. Had it on my phone. Had it on my PlayStation. They're all gone now because it was. Literally the only thing I wanted to do. <laughs> it is a time sink. It's it insane. can be such a time sink. And so much of it is pointless. So many Talk runs. Talk about raw gaming, dude. It's, so many runs mean nothing. Like, if you're not looking up exactly what you're supposed to do, and either, yep, yep, no matter yep. what, getting to where you're just killing everything, and then that thing comes and kills you. Every time I kind of like it though. Every man. time I, I love dig it. it. Every time I'm like, I got here, and you you murdered me, and that's okay. And then I killed him that one time. Oh man, that's cool. You got to do like a specific build for that to happen, like a very specific build. I know. <laughs> it took me. It's a, cool. It this is a good me, game, it, man. It took me a long ass time to get everything I needed to build that build, like. Because I had not built that build. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's such a good game. Like, if you need yeah, to like, just fill a lot of time in your life, that just get Vampire Survivor. It's like a dollar. And I got hundreds of hours out of it. Hundreds. Yeah, I remember when you sent that to me, you're like, hey, play this. And I was like, all right, I'll play this finally. The first, the first night, I was like, hey, Spencer... First of all, rude because I've just tr- sunk an hour unknowingly into this damn thing. Yeah, yeah, and I'm hooked. I'm just like instantly hooked. I, I'm pretty sure I was like, I've been playing it for four hours today. <laughs> like, like when you send that, I'm just like, I'm way deeper, and this is bad. 
Well, I, I I knew it was bad when uh, I think we came over for uh, like one of the uh, Last of Us episodes, oh, and I just put it on. And the- you had it on your phone. You put it on the table. Oh yeah, and no, yeah. you had it up on the I TV. Put it on the, you had I, it up on the TV. I projected it on the projector. I projected yeah. it, and then I started playing on the projector a lot, <laughs> a lot. And that's when I, I just remember that because like was- we were like eating, and then you have it on your phone, and Christine's like, "Spencer, can you not fucking do that right now, please?" I was like, "No, I literally have to." <laughs> I'm trying to survive. It's a good time. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a great it's game. A good time. It's a great game. It's a great I'm taking a shit game. Absolutely. It's like maybe the perfect I'm in the bathroom for a bit game. <laughs> <laughs> the male hour in the on the goddamn toilet. Yeah. Um that's our skincare routine, folks. That's our skin. <laughs> Just sitting on a toilet. Yikes. Just don't touch your eyes. Red eye, <laughs> pink eye. Um real quick. Oh, man. Do we even have time to talk about this Activision Blizzard? No. Honestly, our opinions haven't changed, but it, it's going to really. happen anyways. That, and that, it hey, is going to happen anyways. And that is capitalism, baby. Capitalism, baby. I think what's going to happen here, I think what people aren't realizing, is this has just promptly kicked off the uh, acquisition wars. I think we're uh, about we're, to enter an acquisition war. We are in war. a straight up rock fight at this point. Like Sony Which and Microsoft is, are going to be so, slugging it out for the next forever. Sony doesn't stand a chance. Not at this. With they Activision. honestly don't. Like, well, here's the thing. Like, I think people also forget that Microsoft is the third largest company in the world. The third largest in the world. They're gonna have to sell a lot of TVs <laughs> to make up Sony for this. This Deadpool Wolverine movie better be it better fucking good. Fucking work, my man. And honestly, <laughs> the costume looked great, and it was it cool does. to actually see him in the right end of. Yeah, it was really cool, yeah, and I'm yeah, super yeah. excited. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Yeah. It's gonna be fun. Um, I think I think what Sony has to do, and I think they have no choice here. They're gonna have to pivot and and uh, start taking the Nintendo approach of games, and just like really hanker in on like here are our franchises and this is why you get a PlayStation. And I there's they they to, cannot compete with a multiplayer to be, Call of Duty unless Bungie suddenly gets their shit together and makes this massive hit. To but I I do think because this has been a years long kind of battle. Like it's it's it was didn't come out of nowhere, right? Like true. I do think Sony has been doing a pretty decent job of trying to create reasons to buy a PlayStation. This year is the worst exclusive year that I think Sony has had. It's not been good. It's not been in the good last 10. But it's also like, yeah, if you get one of these every 10 years, like, okay, like I, it, whatever. I don't think like Sony's in trouble, but I do think it's going to very much complicate the choices we make as people who buy the 100%. Things. Like, and that's the thing that's really frustrating because we have been living in like relative, yeah, everyone Easy has brand, their yeah. exclusives, but like everyone has their exclusives. Um, and so it didn't really matter. And crossplay has become more and more of a thing. Yeah. And now it just feels like we're gonna go back to like the original Xbox PS2, I'm this or you're that. Like we were just getting over this. And, I know. and now it's, it's gonna uh, come back like with a vengeance. It's I mean, it's already here. It's already here. Uh as as your resident online person. It's already here. Um, 
I, I, once again, you know our thoughts on this. Long term, I don't think this is a good thing. This is going to become a Disney situation where like all these fans of like Marvel and Fox and Star Wars and all of these major franchises like start seeing a drop in quality due to the amounts of money that they're making just for pumping out a franchise with the title yeah. on it. Um, I think that's where we're headed, potentially. Potentially. I, could, I would love to be wrong because at the, on the other hand... I mean, I know, I know I'm yeah, not because exactly. every other major acquisition on any media ever well, has always just, resulted in a decrease in quality, but the, whatever. The thing is that like makes me the most frustrated about something like this is, oh, cool. So now there's another undying thing that will exist that is effectively created to stoke division over people. Like, and I'm yeah. just so tired of everything becoming that in our lives. When it comes to all things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to be fair, Sony has had a major role in, is, oh, in creating that environment. Blood is, if anything, they're they the per- are, everyone's drenched in blood. Everyone, everyone. Um, there's, no, there's no good side, bad side here. Everyone, everyone is perpetrating when, this yeah, behavior. When it's, when it's truly some of the biggest companies on earth, uh, yeah, there is no good guy. <laughs> Yeah, they yeah, don't. No. You can't exist at that scale. <laughs> no, no. Um, it will. It will make. It will make. Uh, Game Pass an incredible value over the next five and years, and they definitely will keep it at that incredible value. Mm-hmm. One hundred percent. Everyone's too short sighted. I keep screaming it. Everyone's too short sighted in ten years. I was like, what the hell? I just, can only get this on Microsoft. It's like we just did this with streaming. <sighs> We're in it still. They're all just going to, like, Microsoft is going to raise and raise and raise and raise yeah, and raise their price. And you're going to be paying yearly what you currently pay for the one time you have to buy the fucking machine. And you're going to pay that every year, and it's going to get more and more expensive. And you're not going to own any of the goddamn titles. If any of the titles get this pulled, what, are you, what yeah, happens it's then? It's just like, like, this is never, like, this, we've seen it already play out with streaming. Yeah. It did not solve the problem. It made the problem worse. Just it seems different because it's seven different things that come out of your account yeah, on different yeah, days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But we'll see. We'll see how what what else comes out of this. More acquisitions for sure is what you can count on. And then And we are for sale. The death of gaming. And we are for sale. Yeah. And we will whoever, Microsoft, Sony. We will completely abandon our values for you. Yeah, you pay you pay us, and we will shill for you forever, baby. Yeah. And we will be good at it. Honestly, super good at it. Honestly, like we're already. You want me, you want me to instigate arguments online to generate content? There's already I got you. There's already no life inside of us. We're dead. <laughs> we'll do whatever we oh, need no. for you. I'm just glad that this Activision Blizzard thing is basically done with. Yeah, it's been annoying to keep hearing about it. It's been very annoying to hear. And technically, it's just the injunction that got denied, but the FTC rarely, rarely, rarely appeals decisions like this, so it's pretty much going to go through. Uh, done deal. I don't think anyone's surprised at this. You know, capitalism, baby. Um, yeah. So that's where we are. And uh, you know what? On one hand... If anything, if anything positive comes out of this, the only thing that actually matters is the working conditions of the Activision Blizzard employees yep. because they have been dealing with some shit yeah. for years, for decades even. Yeah. So 
for, hopefully Microsoft is a little less bad. I mean, for the most part, which people I that they, I know that seem to have worked at Microsoft, it's a chill, fine, okay job. Yeah. So like hopefully corpo job. Yeah. Like this is Which is better always, than the uh, you know, the active, really bad things happening in an Activision yeah. Blizzard. Like this uh, is under Bobby Kotick, so none of this shit is ever about the people that do the stuff and make the art. Like whenever we talk, yeah. it's right. never right. that. It's never that. Um mm-hmm. yeah. Uh Danny this is it. You don't want to talk about Fast five, uh, 10? Make this a two-hour episode? I'm just kidding. Okay, no, but really, uh, this is hard for me to say. This might be um, <laughs> this might be a bad movie that I didn't really... I had to force myself to enjoy it. And I did I end up you. enjoying it. I told but you. I had me to too, work. but it's I had a to bad work. movie. You have, I had you to, have to recognize that this is a oh, bad yeah. movie. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is... It is insanely bad. It's not even like uh, a, like bad in like a Fast and Furious like, sense. I think it's just your like review, your review is all that anyone ever needs to know. This movie is bad. Ten out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Exactly. 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 Yeah. So you nailed it, and that's how done. Conversation over. I mean. <sighs> I'll watch his fucking car drive off the goddamn Hoover Dam every single time. I'll, oh, absolutely. And honestly, I think a lot of it is problematic, but, you know, well, I, yeah. I, at one point I paused the movie and I turned over to Christine and I went, so I kind of understand what queer baiting really is now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's really, it, it's very clearly clicked for me. Straight up, the whole. But he was so funny, and he was so good at it. He but was it committed, is but I think it's. Prob- was, I'm pretty sure it's. Pro- it's, it's I'm pretty sure it's right? teeters on the problem. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but continues to prove my rule right. If you're, in for all intents and purposes, a very masculine identifying person, and you end up painting your nails a lot and talk about that a lot as part of your identity, you're probably. Jason Momoa and Fast Times. <laughs> and I don't think he's good in it. No, I no. Think he might be. Just think about it. Just think about it. No, no, no. I don't want to because I know you're right. Um, I don't want to because I know you're right. And I'd rather keep the thought in my, the, the canon in my head that he was just having a good time. And I hope that he, I hope that it was just because he was like, this is the character on the page. I'm, I'm just trying to bring it to life. It was Aquaman rough. It was Aquaman levels of rough. <laughs> yeah, but again, um, 10 out of 10. Um, 10 out of 10, absolutely.